take a load off, put your feet up Five o'clock is finally here Grab a cold one with a good bun Cause friends drink beer Hey, I'm Ryan Hello, I'm Alex And welcome to Friends Drink Beer A podcast where we focus on a new beer each week And invite you, the listener To sit at our table And enjoy a conversation Among Friends Thank you to those in the back Those in the front Thank you You might notice I sound a little different I'm barefoot today. Mm, so if that you're wondering, hey, what's going on? I was wondering that. My feet are nude. Okay. Wow. Should I be going barefoot? What are you wearing right now? I have socks on. Okay. I don't have shoes on, though. It's up to you. I didn't want to... It might be too much too fast. I think it might be a little too much. I think I'm going to keep my socks on. Especially for those who aren't into foot stuff. At least they have one person that they could be into foot stuff with. Right. And the other person... I'm not, I'm not quite ready that yet. I, yeah. might, might, I might work Took up to it. Took me a while, though. too. Well, I'm proud of you for getting this far. Welcome to the podcast, Ryan. Thank you so much, Alex. Welcome as well. What are we drinking today? This is Restraint from Institution Ale Company. Salute. This is based in Camarillo, California. A maple brown ale. Mm. 6.0% ABV. IBU of 30. Only a little bitter, hey? Just to balance it out. We do like to talk about the Lobble Art. The Lobble Art, indeed, sir. So I believe we've had Institution Ale Company before, because I've seen that. Maybe I've just yes. seen this. Oh, we have, yes. As traditional with their cans, they kind of have like a marble countertop style background is I would what style I'd say. my house like this yeah definitely aside from that it has the logo it has the name of the beer restraint what it is what the abv gives you all the basic facts but with this really nice i want to say like auburn colored marble nice. background thank you nice very on much the auburn. thank you very much well ryan cheers to you cheers as well clink clonk jared Clinkies. thank you very much Mm, definitely has a maple, that maple scent to it. That's pretty nummy. It's a lot of malt, malt sweetness to it. There is some bitterness on the back end mm. where that IBU is coming in. And I, I dare say maybe a little nutty. Do you taste the maple? I do taste some maple, yes. Interesting. That's, how about you? What do you taste? It's a very subtle brown ale. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't punch you with flavor, Mm-mm. but it's nice. It's creamy. It's kind of what you look for in a brown ale. It's very smooth. It's solid. I'm not like blown away by that. By it, I'm like, oh, like if somebody introduced me to this beer as mm-hmm. their new girlfriend. Sure, I'd be like, she's good for you, man. Yeah, like I'm, she I'm seems happy. like she has a good yeah. home life. I'm happy you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan, why don't I tell you what we're actually tasting? Please do. So this brown ale balances toasted dark malts and American hops. Mm. Hard maple wood adds a woodsy dryness and a slight maple sweetness. Um, it's the woodsy dryness is what I'm tasting. That's what you're tasting. Well, rather than nuttiness, it's a woodsy dryness. That's how you know she had a solid foundation. Mm. Yeah, she's going to be a good partner. Yeah, as a life partner, that's what you look for. Exactly. Creamy, you know. Maple. Maple, you know, solid American hops, but a little dark malt to keep mm-hmm. it interesting. And a little bitterness to go, pazow! That's right! Let's uh, talk a brewery info, Ryan. Okay. When Institution Ale Company became Camarillo's first brewery, 
and Tasting Room what in 2013. Up? The OG, as it were. Uh, they uh, actually invented breaking ground. They did. Were they the first ones to actually break a ground? Yeah, they were. They were like, oh, someone should fix this. The craft beer wave had just begun to hit Ventura County. Roger Smith now co-owns the company with his sons Ryan and Sean. And that's Sean, S-H-A-U-N. That's right. He spells it very uniquely. There's no W. Mm-mm, just a U. For those people that are like, he has my name. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. Sean Mendez, he doesn't. Nope. They say they can see you in this Sean. You see? Because they can see you. Better jokes have been said on this podcast. A lot better. The brothers began with a home brewing kit in their dad's garage in 2008 and upgraded it little by little until deciding to go... Automatic garage door opener. (laughs) That's always the first upgrade. (laughs) Anytime any brewery starts in a garage, it's the first thing they get. What else do they have? Rugs. Rugs. um, uh, Area heating. Like they already a, like had the bicycle, radiator. but they found the bicycle rack. The TV in the garage, so you can watch TV while you're brewing. Hooked up to Netflix family account, of, of course. Naturally, naturally. They eventually decided to go commercial seven years ago. Institution began as a nano brewery or scaled down microbrewery. That's right, you can go you can go more than micro. You can mm-hmm. go nano. <laughs> that's uh, way smaller. That's way smaller. I mean, I mean, iPod went nano, but then yeah. they went back. It turns out both the parents couldn't park there. Only one could park there once they went nano. No? In the industrial area of Camarillo, brewing three 100-gallon batches of beer every week. Between supplying two tap rooms and distributing draft beer to bars and restaurants in Ventura and Los Angeles counties and the central coast, the brewing operation in Camarillo is nearly maxed out. On their reps and their beer. Yeah, 10 push-ups. Woo! <sighs> Looking forward, they see themselves needing to grow in order to meet their high demand and also succeeding in 11 push-ups. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> you can find them online at institutionales.com or on Instagram at institutionales. And there is a push-up app if you'd like to join them. Right. It's called Push-Up. We used to do a, a push-up challenge. How many push-ups do you think you can do now on now? this on this Probably very day? Probably 37 or I, 40. I still do 40 push-ups roughly every other day. It doesn't turn me on, but it certainly doesn't not turn me on. That's what that's what I aim for. Yeah. I don't try to turn you on, but I also don't try to not turn you on. I'm not indifferent. That's right. all I'm going to say. Yes, exactly. And with that, <laughs> Speaking about turning you on, it's Honesty time we check in. Honesty is the best policy. I'm yeah. happy we discussed We're very that. Uh, communicative here on FDB. Mm-hmm. And speaking of turning people on, it's time to think about where Jared was or to hear about where Jared was. We just have to was. think about it. Just think about it. We're not going to actually hear it. We've got to mull it we over. We've got to really though. let it marinate. Let it marinate. Um, in a segment we'd like to call, Where, where Was Jared? Yum. Jared, where were you this week? Jared was asked to accompany Elonius Muskius on a trip to space. I am single-handedly building the rocket for said trip. He is naming the spaceship Greg after his favorite Star Wars character. Now, here is why grammar is important. Mm -hmm. Because when the second sentence said, I am single-handedly building the rocket for said trip... Is that Jared talking or is he being Elon? Is that a quote from Elon or Elonious Musk? I think Jared is single-handedly building this rocket. And he's only ever built a pocket rocket in the past. So I'm happy that he got another chance. So it's out of the pocket. 
and it's going into space. And I didn't know Star Wars had a character named Greg. Yes. He must be a background guy. Yeah, he, he's the, the yub-yub that really dances and, you know, shakes his booty. I can't tell if you're serious or not. I'm being very serious. Really? The, yeah, in ep- episode uh, six, you know, when uh, when they shave. When they shave. When they shave. When they shave the, the moon of Endor. They all shave. Uh, and the yub-yubs the are, are celebrating and they're dancing and they're twerking. <laughs> it's the twerkiest of the yub-yubs. What does a yub-yub look like? It's like a little bear creature. Have you ever had a yub-yub? It's an Ewok. It's a yub-yub. You know what yub-yub is backwards? Bye-bye. But it's buy as in you're going to buy something. Yeah. So like the yub-yubs are very entrepreneurial. I love that. They have a lot of self-starting businesses. So there's Greg. What are his other compadres name? Phil. Frank. Thelonious. um, Phil Ip. (laughs) Phil and Philip. Not Philip. No. Phil Ip. Phineas. Ferb. um, Billy. No, no, no. Eilish. No, no, no. That's only his. He's only friends with people that start with F or a PH. Oh, I didn't pick up on that. Yeah, it's that's that's the whole joke. I'm sorry, I ruined the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it's time to get into while we were drinking. These are some of the news stories that have been happening since the last time we were sipping on the booze. No Wordle update leads to discovery of 80-year-old held hostage by naked man. The cops were finally on the case. You know, they've been looking for this 80-year-old hostage for years. What did he look like? Naked. He looked, that should be easy No, to well, find. the hostage wasn't naked. The man who ho- held him hostage was naked. Now, here's my question. Was the 80-year-old also naked? That is, I, that's my second question. Was he with a younger man? That's my third question. Did they go to the prom together? That is my fourth question. My first question is, was the man naked the whole time? Or only when visiting his hostage. That's an important question because people take showers and they typically do that naked. Yes. So I want to know, where else is he naked? Where else is he naked? Police rescued an 80-year-old suburban Chicago woman. Oh, no. Who was held hostage in her home for nearly 21 hours by a naked man with scissors. He was naked the whole time. He was naked with scissors. I'll cut your hair. No. And officers checked on the woman in part because she couldn't text one of her daughters her daily Wordle score during the ordeal. Do you play Wordle, the new thing? I don't. Sydney and I are into the Wordle. She plays it more. I sometimes join her. How long does it usually take you? Uh, It doesn't take too long. It takes like four a, tries, three tries. The I once did it. We once did it in two tries. Oh, my God. Yeah. What is your secret? Knowledge, baby. Wow. Brain power. See? Brain power. Okay. The woman told reporters that Holt woke up about 1 a.m. on Sunday to the sight of the naked and bloody man. Oh, he was bloody. Oh. In her Lincolnwood home. The woman said the man threatened her life. (laughs) Ultimately, after grabbing two knives from the kitchen, then said the man led her to a bathroom in the basement, barricading her inside using a chair for the next 17 hours. This is frightening. This is heavy. This is very frightening. During that time, she couldn't communicate with the outside world or update her daughter, as she usually does about her score on the popular online word game. The daughter, who lives in Seattle, became worried that her mother wasn't reading her texts or updating her about Wordle. The daughter then asked Lincolnwood police to make a well-being check, and they rescued her mother from the bathroom. Woohoo! Officers found the 32-year-old naked man armed with knives in an upstairs bedroom and arrested him after a SWAT team responded and used a stun gun to subdue him, says police. Uh, Love stun guns. Yes. 
They're the best kind of guns. It goes squirt gun, mm-hmm. stun gun, potato gun. Love that. Nerf gun. Air gun? You ever shot one of those? No, but paintball gun is after air gun. I think we go back to air gun. You've never shot one of those? No, no. What's it? No, I have no They used to sell that at, uh, wasn't there a store called like- Are you talking about like like an airsoft gun? No. It's it's a big giant circular thing that you pull back like a slingshot and it shoots air. Oh, yes. I know exactly what you're talking about. Miss those things. Yeah. A rubber band gun. Less popular. I love those. Those are important. I used to play with those all the time. Also, do we think this guy was just Edward Scissorhands? Um, could he have been? It was just all a misunderstanding. Yeah. He tried to clothe himself for the day, but in doing so, he cut up all his clothes, hence he was naked and bloody because he cut himself. Ryan, man breaks into home, takes bath, eats shrimp, leaves $200 for damages. Wow, second... This is a second break-in A story. second home invasion. You know, this is a... This is an epidemic. A New Mexico man who allegedly broke into a home, took a bath, ate some shrimp, drank a beer before confronted by the homeowner, has been arrested. So the man really made himself at home. Did he use a bath bomb? Well, he just when he laid was wet, in the water. Did he step on the bath mat so that he didn't drippity drop on the floor? Did he use any candlelight? Any rose petals to set the mood? Did he use the hairdryer to make sure his head was dry before he slopped it up with some gel? Did he have the shrimp and beer in the bath? Did he blow his nose inside the shower or out? More, I'd look. (laughs) (laughs) I imagine the old old woman with the naked guy is like, I gotta tune into that. Uh, When the man was confronted by the homeowner, he apologized, told him he just needed a warm place to sleep, and left the man 200 buckums to repair the window. This guy had $200 on him? The man had a rifle with him. Okay, this is getting extreme. He had some some self-protection. I have a rifle and 200 bucks. Which one do you want? I'll take the money. You should have asked for the rifle. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) The man told the investigators he was caught in a blizzard Sunday and was afraid he would freeze. That's a pretty reasonable fear. Interesting. Police said he told them he felt bad, quote, about breaking the window of the home. As you should. And had left money for the owner. This makes a little more sense. It was self-preservation. The man was in a blizzard. But because he's apologetic doesn't bring his shrimp back. No. And it doesn't. Take the water, his water bill. Yes. Back. He had, you know, and, and he, it was hot water. So that, that's a gas bill mm-hmm. right there. You know what else? Beer was, mm-hmm. was drinking. And, and now it, there's a blizzard. And now there's good bl- luck getting beer again. I bet he had, the, I bet he put the heater on. So that's more gas bill. Also, it's electric uh. heating. That's electric bill. A lot more than $200 was, was spent on that, on that visit, sir. Yeah. Should have went with the rifle. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, it's time to get into some of the runner-up news stories of the week. These, of course, are the stories we couldn't get to. American Airlines flight attendant strikes passenger on head with coffee pot who tried to breach cockpit mid-flight. They tried to breach the cockpit. You can't breach cockpit. One thing you learn, the the number one rule of flight travel, you never breach the cockpit. No, not mid-flight anyway. No, definitely not mid-flight. If it's in flight, you do not breach the cockpit. I (laughs) breach. 
I've breached the cockpit at other times, yes. but not mid-flight. You can maybe breach the cockpit <laughs> while it's uh, before takeoff or after landing, but never... Is this a Canadian guy? <laughs> but never, never uh, during flight. You do not breach the cockpit. Canadians say sorry, and they also sorry. say cockpit. Cockpit. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but you cannot breach the cockpit at this time. Take this coffee pot straight to the dome, okay? Okay. Ryan, Don't man, you know... <laughs> Man arrested for leaving flowers at fiance's grave. What? He must have been trying to breach the cockpit. Oh, no. He had to breach the cockpit to get to the fiance. <laughs> Why did they bury her in the sky, you ask? I don't know. I didn't know you could bury people in the sky, but apparently there's a cloud just full of dead people. Like, we're not going to talk about it, but apparently they are at 11. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, it's time to get into tap room trivia. Chicken Run edition. The movie? You ever seen Chicken Run? The old stop motion classic? Oh, yeah. Oh, Pretty hell sure they yeah. made a second one. No, they did not. Okay. Maybe not. This is the from the makers of Wallace did and Gromit. Did they make Chica, Chicken Run 2? Jared's looking it up. Chicken Run 2, Better Hold Your Nuggies. I like that name. Uh. Chicken Run 2, Dawn of the Nugget is to be released in 2023. Oh, it's coming up. Oh, my gosh. It had Nugget in it. Congratulations. I've made that up. I swear I had no idea. Maybe they're going to ask you to write it now. Oh, maybe. They were like, yours was way better. We must bring you on as a head honcho. That is an official title for writers, head honcho. Yeah. And actors are going to be turning to you and they'll say, are you the guy who's calling the shots? Are you head honcho? And I'm like, yes, I am. I decided that the chickens aren't going to run anymore. No, they will walk. No. They will sprint. I love that. That's what. That's one of the big Chicken changes sprint. in the second one. All right, first question. What does Rocky complain about when he's in bed with Fowler? Is it A, Fowler's breath, B, the size of the bed, C, Fowler's accent, D, the dark? Mm. You know, I. this is a really deep, this is a deep dive of a, of a question. I think I'm going to go with B, the size of the bed. Fowler's accent. The dark. Fowler's cockpit. The cockpit. <laughs> if you're going to say the size, part of me wants to agree with you, but to be different. You don't have to be different. I'm going to be different. You can be same. I'm going to say complains about the accent. And it is, in fact... Damn it, it's the breath. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Part of me wanted to say breath, but I thought that was too obvious. Of course his breath stinks. He's a fowler. Damn it. No, his fowler's a woman. Foul. It's a woman. Rocky is, is uh, he's, oh, yeah, he's, the, he's the rooster no, but, no, who the, comes into the hen house. No, no, no. But Fowler is the old rooster who's like really old. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I forgot. Ryan's second question. What is Mrs. Tweedy's first name? Is it A, Margaret? B, Anna. C, Emily. D, Militia. You know, I personally call her Anna in the sack, but wow. But I don't know I that know that's... I you and Mrs. Tweedy got down like that. Wait, well, back in the day, things were different. Okay. You know? In what way? 
I was younger, you know. She's married, by the way. Oh my She's god. She's Mrs. Tweety. I don't. <laughs> she didn't say anything about it about a husband. When you called her Mrs. Tweety, that didn't give you I a called clue. her Margaret. I already talked to you about this. Oh, well, no, you called See, her that's Anna. The problem. You no, don't no, no. listen. You, but that's you, why we need to go to therapy. You don't remember because you said you call her Anna in the sack. And so oh god. <laughs> Are you sure I said that? You did say I don't that. think I said that. It's I know my Margie. <laughs> no, you're gonna listen back and be like Anna, but I'm gonna say that her name is D Militia, and that's not because we had to re-record this part right now. It's because I know. Wow, that's impressive. I'm gonna say Militia as well, just because I have this sense that I've been here before. Okay, and it is in fact Militia. <laughs> Get it? Cause she's malicious. See, that's what they did there. Alex, third question. What do Nick and Fetcher, who I think are the rats, what do they hide under while stealing the tools? Is it A, the chicken feeder, B, an eggshell, C, a badminton birdie, or D, gnome statues? I oh. remember this. I remember this. Part of me wants to say a badminton birdie. What do you think? It's, I know, it's an eggshell. You know it's an eggshell? Hell yeah, I know it's okay, an eggshell. Okay, I'm gonna go with you. You're so confident. It's an eggshell. No, it's a no. It's no stat. You're so full of shit. I was so confident. You were so. I, you got me. They said that confidence builds character. Maybe they don't say that. What do they say? They say something like confidence that. builds cockiness, which builds a dick. Whoa, that was heavy. Sorry, that was aggressive. That was, that was a little too, too heavy for the that first half. Too aggressive than that I meant. That second to half be. stuff. I apologize. Dude, you sound like someone that would storm the cockpit. <laughs> You went a little Scottish on that I one. Did. I did. I'm not good at accents. It's a, neither am I. It's but okay. speaking of cockpits, okay. we have to take a pit stop. Oh, nice. But we'll be back after right. a word. From us. Do you wish your household lighting fixtures had a little more pizzazz? Introducing the all-new Candelabra Cadabra. Oh. The only candelabra designed to impress with not just looks, but magic! Ooh. Watch your house guests be dazzled by how your candelabra cadabra turns on and off without a light switch! Ooh. See them gawk at the way it raises and lowers by your verbal command! And all as the candelabra cadabra changes its own light bulbs. And FDB listeners receive free shipping on their first order with the offer code I've got the magic in me. That's right. You've got the magic. Be the best house on the block with the candelabra cadabra. Warning, it's actually Welcome to the second half where we keep it loose, but also keep it tight. tight. That's right. We are it's the our new paradox. Slogan. FDB, keeping it loose while keeping it tight. If you don't mind, tell your friends. Just be like, I listen to this podcast. It's pretty loose, but uh, they no. also 
kind of keep it they keep it tight. tight. I no longer want to be the mascot. <laughs> Jared, whoever said you were the mascot? Yeah, yeah, when did you decide you were the mascot of our podcast? Is that what you tell people in the bar? Hey, I'm Jared. I'm also, kind of a mascot. I like the idea of Jared threatening to quit. <laughs> <laughs> if you guys don't shape up, I won't be the mascot. Tell me about the podcast. Well, here's what I'm supposed to say. It's loose, but... Oh, so tight. Alex, how are you feeling about this beer named Restraint? Again, Institution Ale Company feeling great about it it's I solid th- it's a solid beer solid beer it, is it anything to write grandma about if i was uh if i was you know in the trenches and i was like dear mama where are you in f- the trenches oh in war war uh, i forgot you did that fighting hard fighting true i had a beer recently it was all right they're like stop talking we're in the trenches you're like we're in the trenches but i must tell her about this beer it is not necessarily the best beer, but it deserves at least a notable mention. Hope you get this letter. Hope you get love, Bernard. <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> Ryan never wrote me, but this random guy named Bernard <laughs> did. He had a lot to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, uh, we got to check in with somebody I like to call Sylvester Stallone. Mm, I think that's his actual name. I'm not going to hurt you. I'm going to take your life. Wow. You know, a, a painless death is, I think, what we all wish for. Yeah. And so it's, 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 he's performing a service. Death doesn't hurt. Or so I've... Well, no one's told me that. But somebody wanted to tell me, but then... They died. Yeah. Painfully, too. Yeah. <laughs> which well, was very... Well, we don't know that. Really, really did not prove his point. We don't know that. I didn't get a chance to ask. Before he, quote, bit the big one. This is true. You can never... When someone dies, you can never really ask them how painful was it. Yeah. Like, as they're going, you're like, wait. You're like, you screamed a lot. Does that Was that out of pain or did you secretly like it? Oh, that's weird. I why know. Are you, why are you making it sexual? I'm not making it sexual. Okay. I felt that by your voice, it was a little sexy. Oh that's, that's on you. Okay. You are projecting your sexiness or your, your sexual innuendos on me, sir. I love projecting my sexiness. <laughs> <laughs> I try to do it everywhere I go. Oh, this candlelit dinner. <laughs> Sexiness. Oh, this shirt with two buttons unbuttoned. Oops. Oh, this ping pong championship plaque (laughs) that I have on my wall. Just projections of sexiness happen. Yeah. They're like, that just says participation trophy. Speaking of projecting. It's time to get into our new segment. Yeah. Will we keep it? We don't know. But we're having fun nonetheless. My drunk friend, Ryan, do you want to tell us this drunk story? The best drunk story we could find on the internet this week says, A drunken five-on-five kind of fight broke out. Locals versus out-of-towners. It It was was a a classic. It was a kind of fight. It was a kind of fight. We fought, but with our legs. That's right. It was an old (laughs) Scottish battle. (laughs) It was an old game of footsies. I got it broken up, shuffled everyone outdoors on opposite sides of the building. Adrenaline starts to wear off, and one of the local guys runs back in, stands in the middle of the room, puts his arms out like Hulk Hogan, ripping off of his shirt, and screams, NAME OF TOWN! Then he ran back out. Like the Wolverine's battle cry from the movie Red Dawn. You know, does he actually scream the name of the town or does he actually say literally name of town? That would be that would be amazing. That would be funny. Maybe the other guys go name of out of town. Yes. 
name of other town. <laughs> and then they duel. Yeah, Who do you duel. think won? Was it a pistol duel? I mean, the 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 towners well, had we know who, home court advantage. We know who didn't win was anyone named Hamilton. They did not win. Oh, is that true? Yeah, because Hamilton lost. He lost his life at a duel. We talking about Alexander? I'm talking about Alexander. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. He lost to, if I remember correctly, uh, Burr. Bill Burr. Yeah. The yeah. comedian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he drew his weapon first. He did. He did. He drew it fast and he drew it hard. No, yeah, and he used a crayon. A crayon to draw it. Wow. <laughs> uh, Ryan, it's time to talk about nothing but sports. Sports. This is FDB Sports Corner. Sports Corner. Your face was so perplexed when I said crayon. <laughs> well, because who says crayon? I say crayon. <laughs> he was it's holding crayon. the crayon. It was a crayon. Okay. We'll crayon. get into why that's wrong later. Ryan, I got to talk to you about golf. Do it. Do it. If you dare. I dare, sir. Phil Mickelson is a great golfer. But what made him great his in his heyday? His shoes. Was it his swing? Mm. His shoes. His tight ass? Wow. Or was it his caddy? <laughs> oh. Coupled with his tight ass. Right. Caddy and tight ass make for a great golfer. <laughs> Loose. But tight. Loose but tight. So Jim McKay, also known around the caddy circle as Bones, <laughs> is back on the bag, baby. He caddied for the mixer for 25 years and is dusting off his walking shoes, size 10, to caddy for the number eight ranked player, Justin Thomas, who has won 14 times. Damn. Caddying gets in your blood, said the bone man. NBC's Tommy Roy said, what I like about what Bones does is he's thinking about the strategy, not just how to execute, but the strategy of where you are on the golf course, where you are in a particular hole. Do you lay up? Can you give it a go? It's not just giving the yardage. The moral of this story is to watch out for Justin Thomas. He's a dog on the golf course and he just got his bone. <laughs> we like sports and we don't care who knows. I was really hoping you were going to call him Bone Saw at some point. I tried to work in a few Spider-Man jokes. Uh, couldn't quite nail it down. It's okay. I loved it all the same. Alex, this last Sunday, February 13th, was a big day in televised events. A day when all of America joined together to watch what can only come around once a year. I'm talking. What are you going to say? That we're going to say Super Bowl together. We don't have to. We're but not. If, okay. Okay. What are we going to say? We're going to say I commercials. Just feel, I just feel like whatever it is, we should say it together. Okay. I'm talking about commercials. commercials. That's right. Let's see. I think that stings harder. It does sting like, like a wasp. That's loose, but that's also tight. Uh, a little tight. I dare say that Super Bowl. <laughs> what, what are you? Jared's editing nude photos. He quickly hit it as if it was porn in the background. Jared, I'm working it. I'm sure he's trying to <laughs> trying to up the portfolio. I'm sure he's trying as to be modest. <laughs> he's trying to share the modesty of his clients. Yeah, you that's know? good. He doesn't if, want you seeing. She if, does. If she, you're a client, just know I saw. Sorry, I said she. He maybe doesn't want you seeing his nuts. So, you know, because Jared could be photographing a naked man. You don't know if it's, it's you don't know it's a woman. I'm not going to divulge the gender because 
then you'll all know who exactly who I'm talking about. Well, I would. Sorry to interrupt about. I forgot what I was talking about. Commercials. It's about commercials. Commercials. As I stated last week, a 30-second ad during this year's big game went from more than $7 million. Damn. Stop looking at Jared's laptop. (laughs) (laughs) Jared, stop editing nude photos (laughs) while I'm talking about commercials. I feel like I feel like whatever I was gonna talk about doesn't matter. We need to now discuss Jared and what he's doing. Will you just get some paper towels for me? Whoa. What? Gross. No, no I spilled some Gross. beer. I spilled some beer. Oh. I'm being serious. <laughs> I think we should pause. Can we uh. pause for paper towels? Not for what what you think it is for. That's so gross. Okay, I'm okay. Go get yourself some paper towels. I'm not gonna get you. you go get it. But you're close. Oh, hey, too bad. Go get yourself some paper towels. Oh, he really did spill beer. Why are you editing naked photos right now? <laughs> I'm not editing naked photos. Are they naked? No. <laughs> but they're scantily clad. That depends on the person. Would you define it as scantily, Jared? You don't have to show me. Would you define it as scantily? You can show me. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear about commercials, Ryan. <laughs> I don't even know how to talk about commercials right now. I don't even know. You can just dive in. Like an Olympic diver in the night. Okay. Which is dangerous, by the way. Don't dive at night. You should have the pool lights on when That's you That's what dive. happened to Nunzio. What happened to Nunzio? He dove at night. Never saw him again. No, Nunzio! <laughs> the pool was empty. Some say you can still hear him swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be laughing about Nunzio's <laughs> no, demise. No, poor Nunzio. The days after the Super Bowl are often filled with conversation about what ads stole the show. So which commercials were best this year? The top three. Can you guess? Did you see that ad where it was from crypto and it was just a purple background with a QR code? I did see that ad. For 20 seconds, I thought, Nobody's going to scan the QR code. This is a stupid app. Everyone scanned it. And then I fucking scanned it. Everyone scanned it. And I was, just to see what it was. But that's they had me right where they wanted me. My favorite part was that because I'm watching it wondering, is it going to hit the corner of the TV exactly? And it does. Wow. And that that's rare. is what satisfied me. But that was not of the it top It didn't satisfy three. you. It satisfied you. It satisfies me. It sat Satisfied. right aside you. Sat right aside me on and the said, <laughs> pat me on the shoulder and said, attaboy. Uh, okay. Um, but that was not one of the top three. Can okay. you guess what might have been? Uh, I'm going to guess the hot Doritos. Hot Doritos. The animals eating the hot Doritos was number three. Amazon's ad for with um, the Black Widow. Yes. Colin. With Colin Joe. Scarlet Joe. And Scarlet Joe. So Scarlet Jost, that was number two. And then the Rocket Homes was number one. That's right. The Rocket Homes Barbie one with Anna Kendrick. With Anna Kendrick was number one. You know what else is number one? We like sports and we don't care who knows. I bring to you the most important sports news of all time. Yeah, it wasn't good. But Whoa! I mean, well, it's okay. They don't all have to be good. Tradition. <laughs> exactly. You have a tradition of it being. That's yeah, right. That was fine. That's right. Exactly. Yeah. But I think mine was the tight story, and yours is the reason we remain loose. loose. Yes, exactly. I keep it loose while you keep it tight. Yeah. that Put that on a t-shirt. That's right. If only there was a mascot that could wear that t-shirt. If only. But ours quit because apparently we're not good enough for him. He's too busy photoshopping scantily clad women. 
Well, yes, he calls or them men. scantily clad. Others would say they're nude. That's okay. <laughs> I am not loose, nor am I tight. That wasn't the issue. Listen, just get back to your porn editing, okay? <laughs> Ryan, it's time to... Uh, what is it time to do? Ryan, it's, it's time, time to what? craft beer hey, or let unknown... Let me do my job! You're drunk, okay? It's time for craft beer unknown music artists. See? Not too bad. Yeah, not too shabby. Roman Chiku. Is Roman Chiku a beer or, or a name of an artiste? That sounds like a beer to me. I'm actually going to say that's an unknown music artist. And it is, in fact, an unknown music artist. I've been wrong many times before. I've seen you be wrong. But the thing it's is... It's very humbling for you. I'm like Oscar De La Hoya in the early years. I fight back, you know? Okay. Sixth round. <laughs> anyway, here's a song from Roman Chiku. Uh, there you are. What are you going to tell? Classic. What a classic. Everybody loves to be told to lighten up. Yeah. Hey, dude, lighten up. Dude, soak up the freaking sun already, <laughs> yeah. okay? You look like you're not soaking up the sun to me. I think you got too much sunscreen because it's preventing the sun to be soaked by you. Yeah. There's clouds in the sky in your world. Yeah. Okay. Come on. Come on. No clouds. Soak up no the sun. That's right. That's right. Never mind skin cancer. No. That might happen, but that's just a result of soaking in the sun. That is a different conversation. We're not talking about the harmful effects of UV rays. I'm not a doctor. No. But if I was a doctor, I would say put on sunscreen. But as someone who's not a doctor, I say soak up the sun. <laughs> Cheryl Crow. Cheryl Crow. <laughs> the whole thing was a quote. This, this next one Tower Monkey Knife Fight. Okay, that's Ooh. a beer name. There's no way there's a band named Tower Monkey Knife Fight. That is a beer. Yeah, anything sure. with monkey, I always just think beer. A lot of beer names have monkey in it. Yeah. Uh, beer. It is, in fact, by Tower Brewing Company. Last name Henhouse Reptilian Shadow Government. The long names are obviously <laughs> beers. That is for sure. I a might beer. say unknown music artist here. You're gonna say there's a band that says, "Hey, we're <laughs> Henhouse Reptilian Shadow Government, and this is our hit single, Slither." It's just so wild that I can't imagine this being a beer. It is, in fact, from Henhouse Brewing Company. They had the name Henhouse Reptilian. Tower Monkey. They're getting really sloppy. Yeah, they are. They're getting really sloppy. But if there was a song from from Henhouse Hen House Reptilian, Reptilian Shadow, Shadow Government? Government, they might sound like this. Every time I turn around, I'm looking up, you're looking down. Well, maybe something's wrong with you. you. Makes you act the way you, you do. do. Maybe I am crazy oh, too. Ah! I can't believe you had two different samples I know. of that song. That, I came prepped this week. You did come prepped this week. That's the tight. Part of the podcast. And I just keep it loose. That's what I'm saying. All right, keep it loose. What do you, you want to say that's loose? I'm just saying that we're about to give our thoughts on the beer. Oh, you're just moving on. Well, that's I'm, not a very loose thing to say. What would be a loose Sounds thing to scripted. Say. I don't know. Like, uh, all war is bad. They, that's pretty loose. That's not loose at all. You're making a definitive statement. Okay, let's think more loose. Hyundai's, as a general car brand, are neat. But you again, you're making a definitive statement. Keeping it loose is more like 
is more like, hey, you do know. Do I have a shirt on? Do I, I not know. have a shirt on? I don't know if I have a shirt on. I don't know anything. If Jared's editing me, I don't. I don't. <laughs> with Jared on board, I'm naked. Yeah, well Don't tempt me with a good time. Jared, there's loose and then there's that. It's and it's too like, loose. Come on. We're not that loose. Yeah. Ryan, we need to give yeah, our we, thoughts on this beer. We do need to. We get a, need to get away from this topic yeah. quickly. Um, my thoughts are, all right. <laughs> wow. Oh, nice, nice, great rating. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Care to shed any more light or does that really just define <laughs> no, no. how you feel? I do, I do, I do. I do. Um, as we, as we have said before, <laughs> I was not expecting, it was a spit take for you. That was amazing. It is a good beer. I think they did a really good job. I want to rate it an 88%. That was kind of what I was leaning toward. Yeah. Maybe I'll say 89. Okay. I think it's a great solid beer. And for a brown ale, it's kind of everything you want. It's not like super, super unique to the point where I would rate it above 89 right but it's just perfectly solid and right. i'd recommend it to everybody jared what do you think 86 and that means we're at an 88 it's an 88 beer i will take it to the bank yes so uh, i will deposit this cash this for me please sir please put it in an unmarked savings account Yes, no markings whatsoever, completely clean. If I come to you and say, I'd like to look at my savings account, I want you to say the words, what savings account? That's how I know you didn't mark it. (laughs) But I want you to wink at me so I know you know it's mine. But I want you to give me a receipt so I have proof. That's right. But the receipt should have a photo of you winking at me (laughs) so that we both know that you know that it's mine. Just don't. Wink both eyes, because that's what happened the last time. Yes, that's just you closing your eyes, <laughs> and that doesn't work. Not passable in court. No. So I need an audible wink, and like if you can edit- I uh, need to hear your wink. Yeah, I, I need if you can edit a talking bubble like a cartoon that says, I am winking at you to and let you- And then sign it. And then sign it, then, then that would be sufficient. Oh, oh there it is. There it is. Last call. Last call. It's time for our inspirational quote of the week. Oh, JFK's here. That's right. Everybody, if you can hear me. That's oh, terrible. Okay. Yeah, bo- it wasn't we, great. We both did terrible. <laughs> what else could I say as JFK? Um, nothing. Bop it. Twist it. You're just being, you're just making a Pull weird. It. No, you're just making your Woo. voice sound weird. That is, there was nothing Bostonian about your voice whatsoever. I think people at home are like, was that John F. Kennedy playing Bop is it? Is he still alive? <laughs> He flicked it. Bam. Wow. That was too dirty. I, I, no, no bop it. I didn't, actually, me, I didn't you never mean flick it. a bop it. Yeah, you that, do. No, you don't flick bop a bop it. Bop it extreme, there was a flick it. There was no and flick then it. Was it. Like, <laughs> That's dirty. They knew what they were doing. That's dirty. <laughs> All right. I don't approve of that bop it, sir. We have to give an inspirational quote of the week, something Please. for our listeners to chew on. I chew every day. Okay. Do you want to give it to our audience? I would love to. Let me get into Consensually, of course. Of course. They must give me permission. Wait for permission. Permission granted. Thank you, sir. <clears throat> I decided to masturbate with shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> do I not believe they wrote this for you. Do not laugh at this. Oh, this is a quote. Not from you. I did not say this. This is a quote. <laughs> Let me say this again. 
I decided to masturbate with shampoo instead of conditioner today. Because YOLO. Things Jesus. Things Jesus never said. David Mathis. Thank you, David Mathis, for that quote. And I can confidently say Jesus did not say that. I don't even think they had shampoo and conditioner back then. They, they never just had did. the two in one. They did. <laughs> I'm sure they did. They just had axe two in one. Yes. They, ne- they, they couldn't separate it back then. That is correct. There was no way for Jesus, for anyone of Jesus' time, to masturbate with <laughs> shampoo or conditioner because it, I don't think it really existed back then. Can I say, as a guy, I didn't know that conditioner was a choice that people made. I did know that that was oh, a choice. <laughs> what? Are you David Mathis? Zip. I've been David <laughs> Mathis this whole time. Oh my God, for 27 years. Did you only that use Mathis shampoo? Is that what you're saying? Um, No, I, I, I'm not really. I'm never not, in the I shower. I really don't want to talk never about this. Never in the this. shower. Did you? <laughs> People don't want to know this. No, they don't. But you brought it up. You are talking about it. And so here we are. Uh, this is too loose for how tight I'd like to be. <laughs> uh, Ryan, we got to wrap up this show on that masturbation note. Okay. One thing we know for certain is that, that friends, friends drink, drink beer. beer. Next round's on me, guys. We'll see you all next week. But before we do. Yes, sir. We have to masturbate. No way. <laughs> to, no. Uh, no. To uh, what's happening next week. There we go. On Friends Drink Beer. <laughs> Uh, you don't have to be that dirty. Welcome to Rick and Larry, The Case of Dick and Harry, Episode 5, Where the Pets Go, Part 2. We have to go back to Petco. We need to get the answers. We're back. Where are the people we're looking for? Tell us now. You want us to get back in line? We're in line and we're waiting patiently. Richard, did you see two cops, maybe by the name Dick and Harry? Oh, they were looking at dogs, you say? They did like dogs, Rick. They were looking for a dog that could sniff crime. Uh, if only that worked. I've tried so many dogs. Poodles, Cavapoodles, Labradoodles, Jack Russelloodles. We get it, all the oodles. Where were they headed with this dog-sniffing dog? A warehouse? Like men's warehouse? The warehouse by the docks. The docks, you say? There's only one dock I know. Dr. Flebowitz! MD.